Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Food Drinks and Relationships with your host, Adriana. Thank you for being here. Welcome. We're going to have so much fun today. The first thing that I want to address is that this here is very hot. Like, it's starting to feel like summer, so I'm looking for something easy and yummy and fresh to drink and to eat. So today I'm going to give you a recommendation. I don't know if you're very, very familiar with micheladas. If you are not, you should. <laughs> and here it's very refreshing. It's another way of drinking beer. So normally a, a regular michelada is just beer with lime or lemon juice and some salt. And that's it. That is perfect. But because it's summer and because I want an extra... Today I'm going to recommend you to put a little bit more of juice, but not lime juice, like tangerine juice. Yes, and not only like drops, like really, actually like being very conscious about adding juice. Um, maybe you can have some orange juice if you don't find tangerine, but I love it with tangerine. And that way it's going to be more refreshing. Yes, it's got, it's, it's not going to... Uh, taste like regular beer, but it's like having a, a, a special water with beer flavor on it, but it's very refreshing. It may not be for everyone. And actually, I also add some tomato juice, some kind of clamato. If you have it available, I really suggest you that have this amazing combination of flavors. But what I wanted was to add a lot of juice to your beer so it actually become fresher your fresh michelada. And the snack that we're going to be having today, it's very simple. You need to have some baguette and slice it and toast it. So you need toast bread, easy. The easiest way to toast your bread is in the oven, but if you are not going to make a lot or it's only for you, you can do it in the stove. And you have to have some toast and then you're going to add some cream cheese. But here's the kick, because I always love a good kick. We want to make this a little bit spicy. So you can add some juice of canned jalapeno. Yeah, the one that you can buy, like from the rack, that it's um, jalapeno in vinegar. So you can add some um, a little bit of juice of that to your cream cheese. And if you're feeling extra revel, just have some jalapeno slices and just chop it very thin, like very, very thin that you can almost don't feel it in your cream cheese. And you can mix that up. You can butter your cream cheese with, with the jalapeno. And then you're going to put that on your bread. And on top, you're going to add some jam. It could be a strawberry jam. It could be raspberry, cherry, whatever. If you like orange jam, whatever jam, it's your jam. <laughs> But you can add that for the sweetness. So you have the spicy, the sweetness, and some garnish. It could be fresh mint, or it can be uh, parsley, or whatever. No? Um, I also like a lot chives. Like, I put chives in almost everything. So you can add some chives on top. And that's it. It's very fresh. It has the difference with the spicy and sweet, but you're ready to, with that and your michelada to start digging in this subject. Why? do we constantly put our partner in a place where he or she or 
they will fail. Yes, that is what we'll be talking today. Why we want our partner to fail? Let me explain myself. It's like there are some parts of my husband that he's not very good at. He's not very active, proactive in the romance part. And I know that, like, he has always been like that. I am the one that is always suggesting to go on date nights or planning big trips or stuff like that. But what I've seen about myself, and actually it's more common that I, that I think, is I constantly put him in some situations where I'm expecting him to do better, to be better, to be more romantic, be more proactive, and he is not going to actually be able to do it well and he's going to fail. And me, I'm just like reaffirming that part. It's not like I actually want him to be better. What I think the problem is that unconscious, because it's not that I do it on purpose, but unconsciously, so many times, I am like dropping some hints or some stuff or comments to the air about, oh, it would be so nice to have a drink outside the house. And I am expecting him to take that hint and plan a date and take me on a date. But he's not going to do that. One, because I'm not being clear. I'm being ambiguous. And also because he's not very good at that. He's not very good at planning those kind of things. And I know that. But I keep like throwing these hints, waiting for him to, to deliver what I want. And when he doesn't, I feel like, yeah, I knew that. See, you're not romantic. You're not proactive, blah, 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 blah. But the problem is that I was putting him in that situation for, for him to fail. That is so... It's wrong in so many levels. I'm not doing that because I'm a bad person. I I may not even realize that most of the times. I do it without even noticing. And that's what scares me the most. Because I do it more with my husband, with my partner. But I sometimes I do it with other people. I keep pushing them to a place when where I know they're going to fail. But it's actually like... I want them to fail to be able to say, I knew it. So, just let's go back a little bit. Come with me, come with me, bear with me. I need a boost in my ego. So I put someone else in a situation where they're going to behave the way I think they're going to behave. I'm pushing them to to that situation in order for me to feel good about knowing that they were going to fail. See how how I was like constantly asking your partner to be someone they're not. It's the best way to feel good about your ego knowing they were going to fail. And you're not doing that because you're a bad person or you're selfish. You're doing that because sometimes you just need some boost in your ego and you're using your partner for that. This is not very nice, but but the problem is not that we are doing that. The problem is that most of the times we don't even realizing that we are doing that. We don't realize that. So I want you to stop and actually like see the situation before it's happening and ask yourself, 
Am I pushing my partner to a situation because I want him or her or they to be better? I want me to be better. I want the relationship to be better. Or I'm just doing this to feel good about myself for a second. Because when you're boosting your ego, this is not going to last. Your ego is very good at making you feel good and nice and whatever. But it doesn't last. It's like like a match. I always like to compare the ego to a match. It's It's going to light you up. Yes, of course. But it's going to last a second. It's very fast. So if you... If, if you want a boost in your ego, that's fine. We constantly seek for that when you have something special to dress so you can turn some uh, eyes to you or you you do some um, speech and you like people to applaud you. Like It's fine to feel good about yourself and to have a little boost of your ego, but you need to realize that that is not going to last. So when you are searching for that in your own relationship, that is not going to make you feel better with a relationship and with your partner. It's like a loss, loss, loss situation because your partner is going to feel bad because it's failing. You're going to feel bad because you knew that he was going or hers was was going to fail. So you feel good about yourself, but you you feel bad because they're failing to you. And the relationship, it's going to feel bad. It's going to lose because you're not getting closer. You're getting far away, apart. So it's a lost, lost, lost situation. And in a relationship, I want you to have a win-win-win situation. When your partner feel better, when you feel better, and when the relationship is better. So I'm inviting you today to stop for a second when you are putting your partner through a real a situation where maybe they're going to fail and ask yourself why I am pushing my partner to that place if I know he's not or her is not going to deliver so instead of me always giving hints to my husband about a romantic date if I want a romantic date I need to say that very clear and ask for it or plan it myself because Guess what? He is not very good on that. Like, I know he's not very good on that, but I still hope that he becomes better, like, just randomly better at that. And he's, like, <laughs> it's so absurd that it's like I'm asking him to do something he's he was bad at, at it all the time, just waiting that something happened in the middle of the night and now he's the best, the most romantic. He planned a great date and I'm like surprised, like, oh my God, I didn't see that coming. That is not going to happen. That is in the movies. So people can improve. Yes, of course. That's what I teach. That's what I want you to be, to improve. But that doesn't happen like in the night overnight and it doesn't happen this drastic he could be he can improve he can become better but it's not like if I say that if I push him to that situation today maybe he's going to surprise me to becoming someone completely different that is not gonna happen so stop and ask yourself why you're pushing your partner to fail what you want why you want them to fail to feel good about yourself so stop putting your partner in that situation. Try to change the way you communicate. Try, try to change the way you, you have your relationship. And ask yourself, if I really love my partner I, and I want the best for, for my relationship, 
why I don't force or push situations where my partner is going to shine, where I know my husband is going to shine because he's very good at that. So he's very good at organizing stuff. So why do I should be asking him more about organization and some planning and some uh, stuff in the computer that is very organized, the files. He's very good at organizing files. Like, oh my God, he's the best. So why I cannot do, I cannot ask him more about organizing files and just keep expecting him to be more romantic. So I am romantic. So let me shine about being romantic. And if I want him to be proactive in that, I can say the the things very clear. Baby, I want you to be more proactive and to plan a date in the next week or two weeks. So please do it. It doesn't matter what it is. You can plan. You can actually use your light and shine in the organization part. You can plan whatever you think or the week or whatever, but I want you to be more proactive. That is very different and just saying like, oh, this uh, fresh summer night will be perfect for a date because he's going to fail with that. But if I'm more clear with him, maybe he's going to shine and he's going to feel better about himself and I'm going to feel better and the relationship is going to get better. So stop pushing your partner to a situation where he's going to fail and start pushing him or her or they to a situation where they are going to shine. That is what a relationship is. A safe, happy place when you can improve and be better surrounded by the person you love the most and love you the most. That is a relationship. So if inside the relationship is where we find ourselves needing to prove ourselves, to constantly feel that like we are failing, we're not going to feel loved and safe. And if we want to feel like that, our partner is going to want to feel like that. So let's create that environment, an environment when we push ourselves and our partners to be better, to shine, to, to do what we are better at doing. This doesn't, I'm not saying that we cannot improve. I'm not saying that if he's not a romantic, he's going to die not being a romantic. No, there's always room for for improvement but we improve because we want to be better not because our partner is pushing us to situations that we're going to fail so i invite you today to stop pushing your partner to situations that they are going to fail in order to for you to feel better about yourself about you already knew that maybe and ask yourself how can i make my partner myself and the relationship actually better Like, where is the win-win-win situation in this? I want a date. How can I get a win-win-win situation out of this? And stop creating lose-lose-lose situations. Thank you very much for hearing me. I hope this makes you reflect a little bit more about your role in a relationship. I need to tell you, you're not a bad person. I do this a lot. But the problem is that I'm not even realizing that I'm doing that. So the first step is to make it conscious. Like, I am actually doing that. Do I want to do that? Do I want him to feel bad? No, I don't. So I need to change. But the first step is to stop and see and reflect. And so this episode is my invitation for you to stop, reflect, see, 
and be better because I know I know you can be better. I know you can improve your your relationship just by changing the way you present some stuff, some situations inside your relationship with your partner. Thank you very much for hearing me, for joining me in this happy place. I hope I find you very soon and we can share some happy place, safe place to improve ourselves and our relationships in an easy and enjoyable way while drinking and eating some cool stuff, fresh stuff today. (laughs) Thank you very much for being here for all your support and I really hope you make a difference from now on in your relationship. Thank you, have a great day and I see you very, very soon.